Okay, Boker Tov and Shavua Tov, everyone. We have, this is really, really uh, inspiring to see how many people have been reaching out to be sponsoring the learning. So Bichlal, sponsors for the month, the Sakals, Mishpachat Sakal, um, and also the, the uh, Mishpachat Aaron, Mishpachat Aaron, in memory of Avram ben Bracha, and Yosef, Gidon, Yaakov, and Pnina. As well as the Novicellers have sponsored for the month as well, Ashrechem. And for this specific week, David and Tracy Zayit, in memory of Ezra ben Esther. I think that's David's father, Nechoshev. And today's shir specifically by Mishpacha Daniel for the refuah of Hilat Sofnat Bat Saratova. And also we're learning for the refuah of Meira Bat Orit. So Baruch Hashem, it's so... Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Ariel. So they saw the, this is just a, warms the heart to see how many people are mishtatfim in, in, in the learning and, and helping us keep this dream uh, going stronger and stronger. Ashrechem. And everyone's invited to continue to, to participate. Do you need a page? I have, you have? Page, yes. Does everyone have? Okay, there are a few extras up here. All right. So... As I mentioned last week in the Reb Tzadok Shir, that we, that we started Hanukkah, learning Hanukkah already last Thursday. Um, you, you can't get enough of Hanukkah, Torah You can't. It's not like let's save it for the week of Mapitom. It's Hanukkah, you should be learning all year long. But specifically in the month of Kislev, um, the light that I was saying right now, we do a, a morning halacha every. every, every uh, Every morning after davening, a quick halacha. So we started already 30 days before Hanukkah to be learning Hanukkah. I don't know, the light can't come in faster this year. I, I'm craving it. I know we all are. Just, just craving it. So that's why you know, I wanted to continue learning Hanukkah today. And Be'ez HaShem, Baruch HaShem, a very close friend of mine, had a baby boy. Well, his wife did last week. And I think the bris, Bishatova, will, will probably be on Thursday, so I don't know if, the, if I could give shir on Thursday. But I just wanted to make sure that we could plug in as much as we can for Hanukkah. And specifically someone, Esther, you saw the name? <laughs> specifically someone that has really, really changed my, my whole understanding, or at least the ratzon to understand Pneumius Torah. And that is a tzaddik that we spent some time learning uh, a few of his pieces last year, not here, but on Shabbos afternoon here. And his name is Rabbi Ruven Sasson, and I can't wait for him to come here. I met with him a few months ago. He, Rabbi Ruven Sasson, if, you, if any of you are familiar with the set of books called Talalei Chaim from the Chalban, that was all really Rabbi Ruven Sasson's Torahs. It's a long story what happened with that. But Rabbi Ruven Sasson is a very, very special young Rav, who currently lives in Ramata Sharon. He was the Rosh Yeshiva of the Hezer Yeshiva of Ramata Sharon. Previously, he was a student in the Yeshiva that I went to, but we, were, we realized it was different times in Ramat Gan. And I believe that Hashem knew exactly what each generation, I mean, you have to believe this, Hashem knows what each generation needs at each time. And the light coming from his Torah is explaining to us very high and exalted concepts in a Lashon, in a language that we could do something with, specifically focusing all our energy to realizing we are activating and in, in a, we are taking part of Geula. Forget the words, for, don't get confused with 
Zionist, not Zionist, all that stuff, that was, it was great for 60, 70 years. It's a, the, the concepts have to change a little bit more to, to, because you put yourself in the machne or not the machne, tzioni, not tzioni, geula, zel. All of Am Yisrael, kulam. Where? Headquarters are here. So we know that. How do I live that? So I have not begun any series yet from his teachings that will help, that will that speak about what I just said in, in, in the clearest manner. Any of you that have seen his svarim, they're just crystal clear. But this is the type of Torah that I, I've been davening for, and I'm talking to big tzaddikim about this, how to bring it out to the chevra that aren't yet familiar with his teachings in the best way possible. But I couldn't hold back with Hanukkah. And Malasot, Hanukkah is the Oraganus, Hanukkah is the light of the Geula, and I had to just go and take something from him to get us ready for Hanukkah. And Bezrat Hashem, I'm having a meeting about his Torah even today at 12 o'clock to try to, to, try to see what we can do with this. So this is him. He's a young Rav. He's, he's the most humble. It's, I, I mentioned in Shabbos, Sheer, you'd never, you'd never think this is who we're talking about. When we, like when we finished talking, when I finished meeting with him, he said to me, this was like a few months ago, he's like, I said, why? He's like, I said, like his brother owns the shoe store here in, in, in the new mall. Footsteps, the midrasim, like the, the shoes. Right here, like right across from, the, from, from Noach Sushi, like right there, there's a shoe store. Like his brother owns this shoe. It's like just Amcha. We're dealing with this, like, just like Amcha. So it's so beautiful. I told you that, Esti? His brother owns the shoe store. It's the craziest thing. Just saying that when he came to, to give a bracha, he came to give his brother a bracha in the shoe store. Apparently, like this is what the mocher told me, they sold more shoes in that hour than they, <laughs> than they did the last week or two. So these things are real, these are, these are real things. These are beautiful neshamas. And we have the privilege to learn from their, from their Torah. Okay, so having that, saying that whole big Yivadi Hagdama, I want us to, I want us to take a saying of Chazal. It's really the, the Chasidish Rebbe has emphasized this. And the Ramban, the Ramban says this clearly. He says these words. At the moment when you're lighting the Hanukkah candles in your home, you are the Kohen Hagadol in the Beit HaMikdash lighting the menorah. Chazal don't use that language for other mitzvahs. It's not brought down like this. Like when you're building your sukkah, your you know, in that moment, you must know that you are in an anan kavod. It's something we try to feel very much, but when it comes to the menorah, whenever any Jew is lighting a menorah in their home, or really wherever they are, but since the Gemara says, mitzvat ner Chanukah ish ubeito, the focus is on the home, you are the Kohen Gadol lighting the menorah in the Beit HaMikdash. Let's, let's unravel, let's, let's figure this out. Let's figure this out, what this is. Because it seems that in levels of seriousness, Hanukkah is kind of like the least serious yantiv, right? In levels of, it's not even a yantiv, right? In terms, of, in terms of seriousness. If I asked you, name me your top two serious chagim, what would they be? Pesach Sukkot, Yom Kippur, 
Rosh Hashanah, I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> for the for the for the mevinim, yes, yes. Chanukah. Ah, it's intense and serious. So Chanukah, yeah, so Chanukah for, for for certain people, okay, naturally it's like that. But for most people, it's like ah, oh, the nice one, <laughs> you know, the chill one, the nice one, the just sitting around, you know. Usually, besides Yidden in 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 Argentina or Australia, it's really it's cold, it's cozy. You're around, you know, it's a more cozy Chag. It's great, kids. Latkas of Ganiot. And the light. And the light. It's a cold, a cold, beautiful, right? Bringing or not. Hanukkah, we're going to see, like we've been doing with everything, we're, like, we're going to flip that whole imagery over a million times, folks. Okay, now look what he says. The, the Hebrew, it's not, it's not, it could be much more complicated Hebrew, put it like this, and I edited it, it's that we could be that it could be in a way that we can understand, we can have a flow. Are there, is that an extra one? Okay. Between miyuchat beminom mutzim anu benerot Chanukah. Hanerot halalu kodeshem. Hanerot halalu kodeshem. What a statement. These candles are kodesh. Good morning. Your husband gave a gewalt shir here yesterday. Raving reviews. Chavir will come up to me. I have to call him later. Hanerot halalu kodeshem. Okay, do we say that with the matzah? Hamatzah hazot kdoshahi. Even with mechila, with the with rashanim, because <laughs> we take poems so seriously. Harashan hazeh kodeshu, right? Only shviit. Huh? Only shviit stuff. Only shviit stuff. Yes, yes, with the share. There's a lot of connection to that. Hane- um. I don't think we say it about Shabbos candles, unless I'm not... Unless I'm not it's Shabbos Kodesh, but, but we don't look at the candles of Hanukkah and say, Shabbat is Kodesh, but the candles itself, not, not, not necessarily. Hanukkah, When do we say this? Yeah, but when do we say... It's just the song we sing, right? You understand? Like what all the Torah we're trying to learn is like all the tzaddikim saying, just... Chill out, pay attention to some words you've been saying for 30, 50 years, and then you'll see all the secrets of the primus of every chag has actually been in your mouth. You've been saying it over and over again, just not realizing what you're saying. These candles are kodesh. Do you know what it means to say that something is kodesh? To proclaim that something is kodesh? Do you know what happens in the time of the Torah? In the time of the, time of the Torah, in the time of the Mikdash, when something became hegdash, when something was made kodesh, and then it was abused, that which was made Kodesh. Oh boy, Lotov. That means that when we proclaim something to be Kodesh, the whole world changes, especially our relationship to what we just proclaimed to be Kodesh. Is that why we're not allowed to use them for any purpose? One of the reasons, 100%. But it has to be more than just Sur Meirah. Meaning it has to be more than just what we're not allowed to do. It has to also be like, so what, what is it about, right? Again, It's not just a mitzvah, 
All the mitzvahs are important, I have to do them, but to put something into the category of Kodesh, that, that's like already a, even a step that's even higher than just the way that I normally interact and have a relationship with mitzvahs. Ki noda, sheha mitzvot hen or hayored el toch misgeret hachomer. Achachomer notar be'eno. So mitzvahs are basically light that descends into the misgeret, into the framework of chomer. What's chomer? What does that mean? Materialism. Something materialistic, right? But the light came in, it has a place to dwell, but the, place, the thing itself that the light dwelled in, it doesn't necessarily become kadosh once the light's not there. He's going to give an example right now. Lachen mutar lizrok mitzvah. I didn't, when I was younger and I saw people, I don't know if you've seen this, you probably haven't seen this so much. You ever see people chuck their lulav into the beer, the beer chametz? Didn't that ever do anything to you? Like, are you crazy? This thing, you were, you were crying your eyes out with this lulav, you know, into the fire. What, what, also, he says the shofar. Now, there, there are many other mitzvahs like this, where the, the, the hefts of the mitzvah itself, that we used it, even matzah, the second that it's not Pesach, what's the, what's the or of matzah? What's the or in the, in, the, in, the, in the actual matzah? There isn't. Right? Yeah, so this is just a good thing for us to understand the differentiation between how we relate to certain mitzvahs. So mitzvahs generally are light, because of zman, that comes down into something that's an actual mitzvah. And while I'm doing the mitzvah, this is ki'ilu kadosh. But then when the light leaves it, because the zman changes as well, so it's not necessarily as, as problematic, because it's a kvar lo shama. What did you want to say? They very, very, very much so, and no one does it. Someone does it. Together You're supposed to do it together with you. There's a, lot, there's a lot of different things that can be done with it, but it's supposed to be very much taken into... Uh, you're not supposed to chuck it at all. I've seen people do avodas with their ptilim, uh, and any leftover anything, deep, deep stuff, because of this Indian. Yeah. Did you have your hand up? He does that. It's... Most people don't, but the rov muhlat doesn't. Yet. Yet. Thank you for the positive. Uh, yet. Now, right. Well, check. Yeah. Ki, fourth, fourth line. Ki atzmutam lohit kachat. The essence of, of what these things are didn't become, they didn't change in its essence. It served a purpose for the time being. But the essence of the mitzvah itself didn't change the status of the lulav to now be something that's hekdesh, or even a shofar, and many other mitzvahs that we can give examples to. This is the point of the shir. It's not like this when it comes to chafatzim. I, I don't like to use, say the word object, because that seems very mundane, but... Just to explain it here, objects like a Sefer Torah, objects of Kodesh, like a Sefer Torah, the inherent Kedusha in a Sefer Torah, you know what happens to a Sefer Torah, that Khalila either gets partially burned or damaged or destroyed. 
you know what you have to do with it? You have to bury it, right? It's not stam that you just, oh, whatever, it's not. Like we're not. Legamre, keguf lo neshama. Nachon? Nachon? Vechefzei mikdash. And objects that, that were part of the mikdash, of the Besa mikdash, she'alu vehitkatshu bikdushat ha'or shebahem, they elevated, they went up and up with the kedusha of the light that's in them, to become liyot levush muchlat la'or u'lehit atzem bikdushato. To become complete uh, levush. Basically, that means like a enclothing. It enclosed itself fully into being light. And there was such a union between the light and the chefetz of the mitzvah that somehow it just became one pillar of holiness and of light and became one. So the object itself became kodesh, like the light that went into it. And Miriam, to go back to what you said, that's why we believe so much that davening by kivra, and we say this when, we, when, we've, gone, when we've been on, on, on trips many, many years ago, that the reason why people hold such an Indian to daven by kivrit tzaddikim is that tzaddikim treated their, their bodies like what we just described. So they took the chomer, right? And they completely Hanukkah candled it. They completely safer tired it. And they made the body, which was supposed to be just a container for light, light. So we daven by people that actually did this and the body itself you could say it's just bones. It's just a gufa ze kodeshu. The chomer shelefanenu kodeshu. Okay, so now let, let's go. Yeah. Nachon? Because it became completely mekudash. Im ken, therefore. Ketzad zachu nerot chanuka lemajrega atzuma zo liot kodesh. How did Hanukkah candles merit this chus of becoming kodesh? It's different than all these other things that we generally relate to as being very special as well. So what, what is the Kodesh about Hanukkah? What changed over here? Why don't we say what we just said about all the other mitzvahs as well? Why dafka by Hanukkah? Why don't we say Hashofar Azeh Kodeshu? Why don't we look at the schach and say, schach hazeh kodeshu. And we could do this with every single holiday. Chanukah stands differently than all of them. Be'emet sod ze pashut u'baru. It's actually a very clear and, and, uh, and simple secret. Ha'chanukiyah be'atzma, hiya mafteach le'avin et sod ha'kodesh. It's actually, the menorah itself is the key to understand the secret of what holiness even means. The secret of anything holy. Sod HaKodesh. Ki kol mahut ha-chanukiyah hi liyot kedugmat ha-menorah shebamikdash. The essence of the Chanukiyah is to be like an example of the menorah that was in the base ha-mikdash. Now look what he says, the next line. En shum mitzvah acheret shi mamash me'en ha-ataka shel echad mikli ha-sharet. Shenaaset kedugmat ha-mitzvah do you mind closing that door? If it, I, thank you so much. I appreciate it. There is no other mitzvah that is actually a ha'ataka. You know what a ha'ataka means, right? 3D Carbon, printing. Huh? 3D printing. 3D printing. <laughs> <laughs> huh? 
outside the Mikdash, not in, inside. No. It was different. It's not the same thing. He's saying there's no other, this is an amazing thing, there's no other, wow, I feel so good about my last Purim now. Because on Purim, we lit the menorah, we lit our, our menorah at the Purim Suda. <laughs> my parents thought I completely lost it. <laughs> a friend, like certain people, there were some pictures went out, we admonished, we didn't do it with, with, with the brachas, on the, I don't think we did, right? <laughs> some of you were there, I don't think we did with the brachas, but we lit the menorah. Why? Because the Pneus. What were they celebrating on Purim? We learned this. What was the, the, our oivim, our enemies, were celebrating Purim? Well, as the story begin, they claimed, they took out the claim Mikdash, and they put it at the, they put it at the Seuda, and they're making fun of it. And they're showing, look, right? So Purim, huh? Weren't they using some of it? They were using, they were showing, it doesn't, they were abusing it, right? So, I, so we were thinking, like, well, so what's one of the tikkunim we could do? We can go back to this Ar Sa'uda, which is connected that Sa'uda, and take out the one thing that we know today that they probably also brought out at that table and that they made fun of and make a beautiful thing about it. So we lit the, we, we lit the menorah. It wasn't the Hanukkah candles. We lit the, the, men, the Hanukkiah at our Purim Sa'uda. And it was from, 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 my, from the, the holy... Partial recollection that I have, it was very, very special. My kids asked me a lot of questions afterwards also. What, what, what are we doing? But it was very, I remember it was very special. Here he's saying an amazing thing. Let's talk about this. What other Kalim from the Beis HaMikdash do we know of? What are other? There are a lot of utensils there. There was Shulchan, Mizbeach, Kiyor. You know this. It's not like secrets... Hopefully, Bezrat Hashem, that's the point, that's the, that's the kivun. But an actual kli, now we said the clay mikdash, is like I say for Torah, the kalim that were used in the mikdash were completely infused with, this, with kedusha so much that the kli itself, kli azek kodeshu, like you'd walk around the base of mikdash and you'd be like we say about Hanukkah, an eros lalu kodeshem, ha kli azeu kodesh, ha shulchan azeu kodesh, ha machta, right, ha kior, ha kano. Everything here is Kodesh, because they were imbued, they had the light of the Shekhinah that was full on in the base of Middash. So much so that everything became Kodesh. <clears throat> and today he's saying the only replica that we actually have, when he says Ha'ataka, that's like Mamash, a copy, a copy for copy. Like Mamash, Zeh, the only thing we have today in our world, in our life, on the level of a Kli Kodesh, is when we light the Chanukiah. There's, no, there's nothing else. It's interesting, there's another, another Kameh in Chanukah. There's eight, even. The menorah was seven, huh? So that symbolizes even holier. Nachon. Oh, so he's, he's going to say that. It's even, yeah. Shena'aset kedugma ha-mitzvah shena'asta ha-mikdash. Ha-shulchan, ha-mizbeach ha-chitzon, and don't tell me right now that davening is like korbanos. Even though it ideally is instead in the place of korbanot, 
but it's not, I, I never felt that I'm taking a korban, I'm taking a, a calf, I'm taking a God knows what, a gdi, and I'm walking up the keves on mizbeach when I'm davening shachras. I don't have that in my life, but it's like such, I have to work really hard, generally speaking, to feel that a lot of my mitzvahs are connected what happened in the Beit HaMikdash, right? I have to work really hard. I have to become... I got to work really hard. Right? You're right. I got to work really hard to, to bring it to that place. Hanukkah, there's no working really hard. What do I do? What did the coin do? He went like this and he lit. What do I do in my house? I go like this and I light and we light. He says the sod is actually in what in the sod of Geula is looking at what's the only thing that's been left for all these years that's the same exact thing, Ha'atakav, what was in the Beis HaMikdash. What did we say in the beginning of Shir? What did the Ramban say? Every person has to feel that when they're lighting the Chanukiah, they are the Kohen Gadol, lighting the candles in the Beit HaMikdash. Why? Because you don't have to work at all or stretch your mind at all to put yourself in that situation and wonder, what was it like? All you have to do is, what is this like? That's the difference between Zecher for this, Zecher for this, all these mitzvahs are Zecher lemashaya, and you have to work hard on reimagining and plugging yourself in to hopefully what was probably happening in the hearts of Hanukkah is not what was in order to plug in, is what is right now. That's all I have to be in the zone of to be one with the mitzvah. Hamenorah, we're in the next paragraph. Hamenorah teorah, haklia mezukach beyoter. This holy, holy kli, the most refined kli. Lemala mi korbenot vedam veaf lemala mi reach besamim. Sheina ela oru chani vezach. This, this, he says, this utensil, this kli that is so refined, is even above korbanot and dam, even higher than reach besamim. It's higher than fragrance of the besamim. And what is it? It's ena ela oru chani vezach. This is a spiritual refined light. Hinim shechet el kol Yisrael. This is drawn out to all of Am Yisrael, afilu bagalut hamara, even in the bitter exile. Even in the, in the darkness of Siberia, and in the basements of the Inquisition. And like we said on Thursday, there's so many tales from the Holocaust as well of people still lighting the menorah. There are tales of chayalim being stuck in God knows when while they're wounded, figuring out a way to light the menorah while they're mamish with a bullet in their leg. They can't move, waiting for some help, they figured out, no, but Hanukkah I can't give up on. Where does this come from? What's going on over here? Now he said something over here that should have raised an eyebrow at three. Why? He said that the light, the Hanukkah, is even higher than the Korbanot and the Ktoret. That's a pretty big statement. But who told us that? So we learned this a little bit on Thursday. Remember that Aaron Cohen gets consoled in, in Parshat Baalotcha, because he sees all the Nesim bringing korbanot, and what is what is what is he told? Alti Aaron, shelcha gedolami shelahim. Why why is your thing Aaron a coin? Your whole thing of lighting the candles. Why is it greater than them? Because as long as the base on Mikdash there were korbanot, 
But your light, which we learned, was really referring to the light of the Chashmonaim, your Enoch your grandchildren, Yidin, with or without a Beis HaMikdash, are going to be lighting candles because of your Yitzchus forever. Korbanot, as long as there's a Beit HaMikdash, there's Korbanot. The light of the coin, the light of Aaron coin, Nimshach Shelcha Gdolami Shelahim. What am I doing when I'm lighting the menorah? Aaron Akon is next to me and he's saying, wow, it, it was true. Our Indian lasts forever. The Indian of the light that the Kohanim brought down lasts forever. Aaron Akon is right there. The Kohen Agadol is right there with you from that first night of Chav Hei Bekislev. Zehu HaPele Shel Mitzvat Adlakat Neirot Chanukah this is the wonder of the mitzvah of lighting the candles of Hanukkah. Zeu ma'oz tzur ha-yeshua. Now I know you all know those words, ma'oz tzur, but it actually means something. And it means a fortress of, or a stronghold of, of strength. This is the, the stronghold of strength of salvation. By the way, when I did Google Translate, I wanted to see like ma'oz, the word ma'oz, I think it's a stronghold, but then when I wrote ma'oz tzur, in Hebrew, it, it said in English, Ma'oz Tzur, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Just thought it was funny. Yeah, this morning I, I, I noticed it. Ma'oz Tzur, Ma'oz, I have a friend named Ma'oz, actually. Ma'oz, on its own, I think it's either Fortress or... or it's fortress, because it's my kid's last name. Right, so that's that. But when, it's, when it was Ma'oz Tzur, but Ma'oz Tzur Yeshua, the fortress of, of the strength of, of salvation is what the Hanukkah candles are. Ki ha-melech be'atzmo mimakom megurav bishlemut oro ba'al ishkon etzlenu u'bekirbenu u'mikocho ha-gadol anu mitrommim me'al kol ha-mashberim me'al kol ha-lerei ha-choshech We somehow ascend higher and above all things that generally keep us down and the, the mountains of darkness and, what are, and not just that we're staying afloat, but he's saying, bafoal et or hamikdash. We always speak about what it was like to be in the Beis HaMikdash. And what he's saying is, well, why don't you just allow yourself to be in the Beis HaMikdash, because that's really what's happening when you're lighting the Hanukkah candles. bafoal, that means you're literally bringing closer, in actuality, the light of the Beit HaMikdash. Et ora geulavet yoma Yeshua, the light of redemption and the day of salvation. Lachen. This is what's amazing about this. Al af heyoto chag mitakanat chachamim. Even though Hanukkah is like the derab, it's the Torah shbalpeh, it's the derabanan holiday, right? Hanukkah is not written in the Torah. This is a, a holiday of the oral, the oral law. Even though it's a takanav chachamim, yesh bechanukah atzmut or. There is, a, there is a power of light that's in this holiday. Uh, <laughs> if he didn't say this, I would never say the following few words. It seems like blasphemy. There's light in this holiday, and it's a derabanan holiday, but the light is so strong, it's even to a certain extent higher than the deoraita holidays. What makes it higher? connection 
right? So it's a connection through time that will always be there. And it doesn't matter where, you know. Could be. Could be. I mean, the whole concept here is basically saying to us, give me another holiday where you're in the Beis HaMikdash when you're doing the mitzvah. If you have something to offer, I'll say, then, then we have something to talk about. But, huh? there's, no, there's no mitzvah there. <laughs> there's no, but but we, that's pretty close in terms of uh, reenacting a simcha, but from a mitzvah standpoint of saying brachas, and so they, you know, we don't say brachas, but this is like the most... This is, and, and mashuacher, there's, no, there's nothing else. So he's saying, because there's nothing, if what we're striving towards is geulah, is salvation, is a life with Beit HaMikdash, the time that, we ha- that we're really in the zone of actually what's happening in the Beit HaMikdash Shalmala right now is by the Hanukkah candles. And that's why some of us get so, we, we, when the Hanukkah candles, when, the, when you have three kids jumping on your shoulders and, you know, all these things happening while you're lighting candles, it, it makes it very hard to, to really be in this place. And that's why, like, I, we have all these stories we say, like, with the men's year, we did, like, Friday night when your kids are jumping off the chandeliers, how much kedusha is in that moment, right? Or the, or the halachas of truma sadashan when you're changing your baby's diaper. We have all these cute things we try to make ourselves feel good about the but when the, when the kids, if it's, it's a day of Chinuch, Hanukkah, so it's a moment of really spending time with the children before, or the adults, <laughs> for that matter, of Chinuch, of saying, listen, right now, I know what it's always been, it's cute, we have songs, donuts, but let's just say these words again. Right now, it's not a reenactment. Right now, in our home, it is the Beit HaMikdash, because we're doing exactly what the Kohen did. This is the only thing that we have exactly like it was in the Beit HaMikdash. Just say, you know, our kids, are, our kids get it. Our kids, uh, That's why they're they, jumping around. Because it's not like it because, should be. Because or because they're on spilkas. No, they, they see we've got something real going on here. I believe that. Yeah. I, I, I believe they that. Around. That's what kids do. I believe that. Okay, third to bottom paragraph. Bechanukah mitnotzetz or shuhu mushrash le'ela. That means there's a light that's sparkling in Hanukkah that's rooted in the highest chamber of whatever the world means, right? Of the high world, higher worlds means. It's even higher than where, like you say, a mitzvah is. It's, it's before there were mitzvahs even given, this light. Hmm, how would you say these words? Nataf Ushviv. Who lives here on Nataf? <laughs> here lives on, like your family's on Nataf. What does it mean? <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't say Drip, like a, like a drip. Yeah, yeah. This is a little drip from, 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 the, from, the, from, the, from, the, from the Kodesh and the Migdash. A chip, Nachon. It draws its strength. Like our Chanukiyot, our literally, our lighting, because it's drawing its strength from the Beis HaMikdash. And it continues to do what the, what the menorah and the Beis HaMikdash did, where it brought light to the whole world, and to anyone that was definitely in, in Am Yisrael, but the whole world, it continues to do that before, even now as well. 
Omnam nechrav abayit, it's true. The home was destroyed. Achzika kodesh lo kavala olam. But this spark of holiness never, was never extinguished. Nimtza shachanukiya, hi zecher lamikdash kulo. So Chanukah, the Chanukiah is not just that we're, that like, this is what we did back then. It, it, it's, it's a zecher to, every, to the reality of what it was like to have a Beit HaMikdash. Can you imagine what we said right now about the Chanukiah? You felt the same thing about all the Kelim in the Beit HaMikdash. So it's a zecher, it's, a, basically, it's our connection to the whole reality of what it was like to live with the Beit HaMikdash. It's the smallest remnant of what was left from whatever was in the Beit HaMikdash, but from its strength, it'll come back. And all, not just the menorah like we had in the Beit HaMikdash will come back, all the other Kelim of Kedusha will come back in the Schut of how we've been keeping Hanukkah this whole time, of lighting the menorah, with the Mikdash in its entirety. It's like we always wonder, listen, what, how do we build the base on Mikdash? How do we build the base on Mikdash? But because it's so removed from the way we, we live, it's very hard to really say. Like, you know, a lot of people drop out of, at a certain point of Yiddishkeit because they felt this pressure that I have to connect to something that's so far removed from me. But Hanukkah is so not far removed from me. If there's any holiday that's so... In me, it's basically these eight nights of light, because it's something that each of us grew up with, more or less. And even if, we, even if we didn't grow up with it, if we started doing it at a certain point, it's a very easy access to our hearts and becomes a very homey feeling. It's, uh, it's working from the inside out instead of the outside in. Explain what you just said. I think I understand what you we're, said. We're, we're, we're focusing on, on the light, the light that fills the Beit HaMikdash instead of, instead of focusing, how do I build the Beit HaMikdash? How do I physically create this space? And then it's working from the inside Mamash out. Kacha. Mamash kacha. So he continues here and he says, Hayamim HaKadoshim Alalu Mesugalim Litkumat HaMikdash. So no pressure, but these days, <laughs> these days really is like, if you really wanted to know, it's like, I know we have this, all this pressure on our Tisha B'Av, it's going to happen, or Yom Kippur, or other days. It's just really, you should just know. On Hanukkah, the gates are open for something very, very powerful to really get, to, to take it to this next level. Kvar bapam arishonah, look what he says. Bamishkan shebamidbar, histayem binyano bechafhei bekislev. That the building of the Mishkan finished on chafhei bekislev. Now it's true Chanukat HaMishkan didn't happen then. When did it happen? Rosh Chodesh Nisan. But the, the finishing of the actual building of it finished on Kafei Bekislev. Aaron HaKohen chanach et HaMishkan behadlakat nerot HaMenorah. And when there was a Chanukat HaMishkan, what did Aaron HaKohen do to say, this is a place of holiness? He lit the menorah. You have to understand, when Aaron HaKohen when we establish that we have a place in the world for God's light to dwell in, what was the act that showed us this is actually a place? It was what we do for eight nights in our home. It was the same thing. Aaron Akoin did that in the Mishkan to establish this place as a place of Kodesh. And he had Kavanah, 
And Arna Cohen, our Muna in our Tzadikim is that Arna Cohen thought about your home and my home. That first day that he lit the Mishkan, that he lit the Chanukiah, in the Mishkan he thought about all our homes as well. The, uh, and then he ends up, And eventually his children will do the Beit HaMikdash, in the same manner. When there's a Chanukah, can you imagine Shlomo HaMelech? Remember the story that Shlomo HaMelech went up to start speaking and then Chanukat Beit HaMikdash. Okay? Chazal tell us, you know what he started to say, just flowing through him, Ruach HaKodesh? Does anyone know? When he got up to give his speech with the Chanukah's Beit HaMikdash? Shir Hashirim. That's what came out of his mouth when he got up to do Chanukat Beit HaMikdash. What was happening at the same time that he was doing Shir Hashirim? They lit the menorah. These are things that were happening to establish Kedusha in Am Yisrael forever. So even though the house is not there, we're still lighting the menorah and we're still saying Shir Hashim. And there were things that happened that caused the light to continue to exist forever. Imagine that. Shir Hashim. You know, the Hevra here, this beautiful minion, the Yemenite minion. So they start earlier and they start Kavua with Shir Hashim Friday night. The yeshiva that I went to, the high school that I went to, uh, whenever we had a Shabbos yeshiva, so we also would always do Shira Shirim because we had a bunch of Temanim in our... In our huh? Kimat Kulam. Not, not all Edot, but Kimat Kulam. But, but specifically by Temanim, they're very machmir with it. Shlomo Amalek gets up with the light of the menorah and he says Shira Shirim. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, the light of the menorah can bring us so much feelings of love songs and like Shlomo Amalek did as well. And that, that never changed. That's still the same thing. And Aaron Akon thought of us. He thought of us when, when he did these things. Now, he, he, he continues another interesting date here. Ve'achen, third line from the bottom of this paragraph. Ve'achen Chanukat HaMikdash HaSheni Hitkaima Bechafei Bekislev. So the Chanukat Beit HaMikdash HaSheni also happened on the first night of Chanukah. Chafei Bekislev. Like we know, the Chashmonaim rededicated the, and purified on the same day. So this entry into the first night of Hanukkah, the entry into this new light, a lot of things happened on this day. From then, like, is now the same thing. In every generation, these days renew themselves as a zgula to resurrect any churban, any churban, any destruction, and to build a beis hamikdash, to literally build a beit hamikdash. Zoi nishmat chag Chanukah, ulechach mechuvenet mitzvat adlakat nerot. This, he says, is really the direction that the Chan. If we listen closely to our neshamas while we're lighting Chanukah candles, this is the direction the lighting of the Chanukah candles are bringing us towards, and we didn't start this. Kavanami Lishon Kivun, direction. Aaron Akoin started with this direction when he first lit the menorah in Chanukat Mishkan. And so too, we also have the same, we're going in the same Kivun every time we light, we light these, these Nerot. Now, can you imagine if Bechol Tfutzot Israel, if like all over Am Israel right now, there was a conscious call that everyone sits around the, the candles of Hanukkah, especially the first night, with this kind of a Torah going on in their minds and realizing this is the only thing we actually still have. 
from the Beit HaMikdash, but through this we will get everything back as well. Yeah, but don't tell the non-religious ones, because then they'll stop doing it. <laughs> mm, I believe, I believe, it's funny, I think religious ones will stop doing it, but that's another why story. Why all of these people who do nothing all year long, yeah. why do they like candles? It's there too. No, but this kivun is there too because their neshamas want the same exact thing. It's all, it's all, a, it's all a matter of like the Lavach Rebbe said, "Be'ofen hamit kabel." You have to daven to be daven strong to be able to carry over messages that you know the neshama is waiting for, but in a manner that well, while the neshama is in a body, that the body and the neshama together can hear it and that it can be received and it can be accepted. So we should just, this is like, this is, this is very good for us to, to march towards, but it's very important for us to like let our families know a little bit more about the Beit HaMikdash aspect of the, of the Chag HaChanukah. And with the general consciousness like this growing, this, this Chag becomes Mamash Chag HaGeula. Now in Chassidus, obviously, and like we're going to be saying next week, this explains a lot of what had to happen before Hanukkah in more recent years with the liberation of the Alter Rebbe from jail and the whole Tanya being introduced to the world because it's the same thing of the teachings that bring our consciousness to the fact that we're on the verge of building our own Migdash Pnimi in order to build the Migdash for, for all of Am Yisrael. So it's basically just one big holiday of, of Geulah. It's one big month of Geulah. And Baruch Hashem, it had to continue into another month because anything really good that you want, you want it to drip over into everywhere else. And that's why Hanukkah had to drip into another, another, another Chodesh, right, of Tevet. So all the, all the working on ourselves, all the, all the hard work we're doing in our own lives, Bezrat Hashem, should have a place of dripping into to everyone else. And Bezrat Hashem, everything will become Kodesh but so far, the only thing we could say right now is, where do I start from? Inside out? Hanero talalu kodeshem. Hanero talalu kodeshem. And you're going to sing it every night. Make a point of it. Make a point. Like, make a point. Wait, 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 wait. Let's not continue. What does this mean? Hanero talalu kodeshem. What else do we say it about? And to discuss it. And to bring it out from like the misterim, from the hidden, the hidden places and bring it to the forefront. That we're, we're, this is it. We're here to bring the great day to come. Hashem shalav rachmanus on us. And be shlichim neemanim to carry out this message to the whole world. Amen. Amen. Amen.